Trenches. Y'all went back to the birds when they got up on them late nights. Look, really ran through these streets. We ain't never get a break, so we speaking on that line. I don't play right, but I'm gonna get right to the subject. Ain't gonna beat around the bush. Hence it is. Welcome to an exclusive taping of Love of Carisha. I'm your host, Carisha Diva, and today I am honored to have Atlanta native rapper, <laughs> influencer, content creator, the beautiful Amaretta the Great. <laughs> Welcome to the hot seat. Thank you for having we, me. We are honored to have you. It, it <laughs> took us a little while, but we made it happen. Yeah. yeah, so before we get into the thick of it, let's start with a little icebreaker. Okay. Tell everybody in the audience something that we don't know about you. Um, people probably don't know I got a, I got a bad temper. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> You like to fight, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Well, we know you're obviously from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Zone 3, baby. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that. Let's start there. Um, what was it like growing up in Zone 3? The infamous Zone 3. It was It was pretty fun. It was We cool. got a mic for you. Huh? A mic. Oh. Talk so soft. You so sweet. You sure you fight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one second. Keep going. Um. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um. We did, like, a lot of, like crazy stuff there like we had a lot of fun we just used to run around like steal and stuff y'all was stealing yeah oh my from wait 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 where where were y'all hitting up the walmart the little corner stores um we was hitting up the corner stores play-doh's closet not play <laughs> not, not the play-doh's closet yeah they used to have like true religion jeans and stuff. They really did. And Hollister ear pastas, so we needed, you know. Uh, so have you always had? There's a mic for you right there. Okay. Have you always had like the rock star vibes, like? Um, I feel like I always had like a different type of swag. Even when I was in high school, like when I used to wear dresses, I used to wear like fishnets and tennis shoes and stuff with it. So it was always kind of like different. I like it. Yeah. So with your upbringing, would you say that? Um, your upbringing was set up for success? Like, did you have opportunity to progress or did you have to like jump off the porch at a certain age and get it for yourself? Yeah, I feel like I had to jump off the porch. Like, cause like growing up, we really didn't have like stuff set up for us to like, I mean, we had people in my family that like motivated and told us to like do good, but it wasn't really like just a push or just like somebody just on you like do this, do that. Like I really had to tell myself like, I'm gonna do this and do that. Mm-hmm. We, we love it. When it <laughs> when it comes to surviving Atlanta, like what's some of the things you have to watch out for is so because I know like even you said it in your song. We definitely gonna touch on that song, but we got some other stuff to hit okay. before that. What are so many things you have to watch out for with survival in Atlanta? Like the real um, Atlanta. <laughs> people trying to scam you is the number one thing. Like it's <laughs> 
everybody be scamming, so you gotta watch out for scammers. That's like the most important thing. Like people and people trying to like break in your car and your house and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you about the car break in. I had did an interview at, I think it was the Progress Report yeah. in Atlanta, and I parked outside <laughs> on the side street, like right in front of the studio, and my dumb ass didn't lock my car doors. Like I was like, girl, yes, they <laughs> broke in, they left all my stuff in the street. I had a bunch of flyers. <laughs> Yo, like left one of the car doors open. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Right. I was like, care. oh my gosh, that's how we coming? Who was your favorite Atlanta rapper? Um, It used to be Wild and Lucci, like when I first started rapping. But now it's fine, like shot. Like, I like him a lot. Period. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So, in your own words, um, how did Atlanta manage to infiltrate the hip hop game and manage to become like the most important city to tap into if you're a rapper? Um, I feel like maybe it's because we got a lot of maybe production down here, like. It's a lot of opportunities down here, you know what I'm saying? Like studios, we got like a lot of people that like important people that you can make connections with. I don't know, I just I just feel like maybe it's just the resources like that a lot of other places don't have for real. That's why like a lot of people from small towns, they'll come to Atlanta to chase their dreams if it's like music because we got a lot of stuff that's here that can help them mm -hmm. as opposed to their small town and really got much. Right. Yeah. So when exactly did Amaretta know that she wanted to be a rapper? Um, I, well, you know what? I won't even say rapper. I'm not. I'm, you got your flowers, girl. You're an artist. Thank you. There, there, <laughs> there is a difference. When did you know you wanted to be an artist? Um, I think I knew. I, I always knew I wanted to be famous, but I started making music when I was like seven. Me and my sisters had this group called Three Sisters Deep, and I used to do songs. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Mm -hmm. But your sisters, are they like supportive of you now? Like, yeah. Because you're still pushing and. Yeah, my um, one of my sisters, she an actress, and my other sister, she a nurse. So they both still chasing their dreams. That's what's up. Yeah. My sister's actually a nurse, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> so you also did um, Love and Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. Let's touch on that a little bit. What was but, filming like? It was crazy. Um, Give us a tea, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really like it because it was like. I feel like it was, it was really disorganized and it was like a lot going on like behind the scenes. It just was, it's just weird. Like I really like, if if you was to ask, well I don't know, they said they worked with like more crazier people than me. It's not that I was crazy, I just didn't really cooperate like with the program because it was like, it was disorganized and I really don't like disorganized stuff. So I just like days when we post a film and I'm like, because they'll text me like 12 o'clock at night like we shooting tomorrow and I'm like, I got stuff to do. I can't, you know what I'm saying? So right. it was heavy. Wow. Yeah. So question, because I always ask like people that did love and hip hop mm -hmm. and reality TV days. Is that all scripted? Like, is any of it real? Like, I know I I seen a lot of yes yes mm -hmm. your parts on the show. Yeah. But like, is all of that is it all real? Um. Yeah. So basically, well, for me, I can't speak on everybody else, but they took like real life situations and they made us like talk about it on the show. But it was like sometimes they have like the little cards while we filming and like talk about this part of it or talk about that part of it you know what i'm saying like 
like one time we was filming and my sister, we was talking about me and my boyfriend and stuff, and my sister, she was like, she pulled me to the side after it was over and she was like, they was trying to tell her, say like, call I'm ready to dumb. And she was like, I'm not gonna do that. Like, so you know what I'm saying? It'd be like real life situations, but they like put their own twist on it to make it entertaining. Right. Yeah. So would you would you, you don't want to go back into that avenue? Mm-hmm. How did you get on the show? Did you reach out to Mona? They like want to reach out to you? Yeah, they actually reached out to me, but the way they reached out to me, they told me it was just gonna be like a show of me, cause they said since COVID it was gonna be different and it wasn't gonna be drama and it was just gonna be like my rise to the top. They were just gonna follow me around with my career, but it actually still ended up being like drama. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I ain't like that's not my image. I ain't gonna do it. Right. Right. Yeah. I will say it was like the most undrama filled season. Though. It, was, it wasn't that much yeah, drama yeah. as opposed to like, yeah. you know, the past episodes with Jocelyn and all them. <laughs> who was your who was your favorite person to work with on, on the on the show? Like um, on the cast? Probably young baby Tate, probably because we were the same age and you know. Yeah, y'all looked like y'all was vibing so yeah, much. That yeah. was dope. Yeah. yeah. So when you I was watching the show and I noticed that in one of the episodes you were saying that you didn't have a team mm-hmm. to help you with your music career. Mm-hmm. So when you was on Love and Hip Hop, did you have a team behind you doing all that? No. Like it's crazy because the show really bought my team to me because they seen the show and they was like, Oh, I'm already don't have a team, like let's reach out to her. You feel what I'm saying? Because prior to that, I was doing like everything by myself, just me and my friend, like we were just doing stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody thought I had a team, but I really been doing it by myself since like since I started. Wow. Yeah. I, I seen that on the show. It's You went four years doing it solo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, what was those four years like? <laughs> the whole time, like, I always thought you had, like, a manager. Like, yeah. I thought that was, like, you know, yeah. I didn't know you were literally doing it. By myself. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. impressive. Well, um, I had management. I had, like, two managers prior, but they didn't last long. Like, we didn't last long for real because a lot of, like, my old managers, they was trying to make me be, like, all the rest of the artists out there, and I, I really don't. I like to be myself, you know what I'm saying? But it was kind of hectic because I had to wear so many hats and do so much stuff by myself. So, like, that's why people like, why you always taking breaks? And he's like, I got to because it's, like, it's a lot going on. You was know overwhelming yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. So, in those four years, like, what were some of the things you had to, like, go out and do by yourself? Like, what was the footwork of it? It was like, okay, like, say for instance, um, I'm shooting a music video. Like, I would have to come up with a video by myself. I would have to go source the locations. I would have to find the hairstylist, stay in contact with them. I would have to find the person that's gonna shoot the video, get the budgies. I would have to search for all the clothes by myself, find all the stylists. I would have to find the makeup artist, talk to the makeup. Like, it's just like, everything that comes with bringing it together, like, I have to be out here doing it. That's insane. I know. Make some noise for her on her journey. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that is a lot. And you were still doing that and still had a, a good following behind you. Like, people knew who you was right. even four or five years ago. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you recommend reality TV to other female artists? Do you think that's a good avenue to jump into to get your name out there? I mean, it depends on, like, um, what they offering. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really feel like... Everything is about how you make it. Like, it's TV, so eyes gonna be on you. So it's about what you do with those eyes or, like, how you want to, you know what I'm saying? How you want to flip it. Like, it's all about what you want to do with your experience. We love it. So in 2020, you took a, a break. Mm-hmm. You was like, I need a break. Yeah. What was what was the reasoning and what were some of the things you did while you took, like, that time off from your career? Um, 2020, like, I, I think I, like, really shut down in 2020. But it was because I was working with a management team. And I feel like they wasn't, we wasn't on the same page. Like, 
it was like I wanted to drop music and like I I be working like prior my management prior to the management I have now. It's like they always wait on like, no, nah, we ain't dropping no music till we get a hit. And I'm like, bro, like I need to drop music because I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? And you don't, you can't determine what a hit is because the people gotta determine it. So it was like I wanted to be this certain type of artist, and they wanted me to do something else. So it, they kind of made me shut down, and it's just like I kind of like I deleted my Instagram, my Twitter. Like I really went into like you got the hell away. <laughs> Wow, you deleted your Instagram and your Twitter? Yeah. I don't remember that part. Yeah, I know, I just went like ghost for real. I was going to ask, did the pandemic and like the police brutality have any impact on you around that time? Because that was a really rough year for a lot of people in 2020. Nah, I mean, the pandemic was kind of straight. <laughs> <laughs> you was eating during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> we all came up. No, yeah. <laughs> Y'all know how y'all came up in a pandemic. Don't make me go there about them PPP loans. Some of y'all about to get in trouble with the I and the R and the S. Let's change gears a little bit. So in the past, you mentioned, and this is a very important topic, you mentioned that labels and the higher-ups wanted to change your image right. and the way you dress and carry yourself. Right. Talk to us a little bit about that. Um, That's just like with the management. Like I feel like a lot of people, they'll look at me and they'll just like look at my like numbers and stuff and like look at my talent and they'll want to make me like in their head, they already see the type of artist that they want me to be, but it's like I'm like the total opposite of that. So it's like they look like the image that I got, they they don't know how to market it. So they go right to what's trendy and stuff. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? They want they want to change me to be what's already popular right there because it's easier for them to sell. But a lot of people don't really want to take chances on something that they really don't have no experience in. So you know what I'm saying? Why why is that so important for you to stay true to who you are? Cause I feel like it's necessary. Like I feel like um, it's too many of the same thing going on out here. Like, and I like being myself. I really don't like trying to be nobody else. Like, I can't even picture myself being somebody that somebody else want me to be. Like, I'd be unhappy, and I I want to be happy. What's your thought? Yeah, well said. What's your <laughs> thoughts on the pressures that female artists have to deal with? Because this is a very, it's a. A good time for the hip hop community. I want to commend all of the female rappers, yeah. all y'all artists, like all the females is doing anything. Yeah. Meg, Cardi, you, like yeah. a plethora of yeah. y'all. But like, it's so much pressure with how to dress and yeah. how to carry yourself. Like, what's your thoughts on the industry and and all the stress that female rappers have to go through? Um, I feel like I feel like it be stupid because it be like <laughs> <laughs> it be like a. It be, I'll drink to that. <laughs> It be like unnecessary pressure, but it's only because it really be from men, and I don't mean to like single them out, but it be, I really feel like it be their insecurities, like for real, because I feel like a lot of women can get like way further than men in the music industry just because we got that like, we can sell to women gonna buy more stuff than men, you feel what I'm saying? So it's like men, they try to like, I don't know, they try to, they try to be extra hard on women because they want them to do what they want them to do. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they don't want women to be standing their own light and be their own person. They want them to, like, bow down to them. And if they don't, they'll, like, trash talk them, get on the blogs and talk about them bad, get on the podcast and down them just to make them feel bad about themselves. You right. Do you see any signs of that changing? Like, maybe, like, not in the near future, but at all for female rappers? Yeah. Especially female rappers of color with uh, the stress they have to go through, how to carry themselves? Yeah. I see that changing a lot. Um, it's crazy because I feel like 
I'm a part of that. I feel like, like somebody like, like you know who Lady London is? I feel like she a part of that. Like, I feel like it's actually real MCs coming up in the game now and being respected, you know what I'm saying? It's because they don't have no choice but to respect it because we breaking down the doors that they trying to like keep us out of, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, we understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I saw a past blog that you did I went back in time. We're okay. gonna go back a little bit. The little, the little O show, and you were so, oh you were uh, the diva does her research. You were so <laughs> open about, you know, talking about your, your, you were insecure at the time. First of all, let me say that you're extremely beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful inside out. I love your whole energy. You. Everything is like giving. Mm -hmm. It's giving what it's supposed to give. Okay. <laughs> um, but let me just say, when you were talking, when you were doing the vlog, you were talking about your insecurity. Yeah. You're saying that. You know, you felt some kind of way about your skin color. Yeah. And obviously now you're in a better place. Yeah. But do you feel like the industry is still like... Biased. Yeah, about the color of girl skin and like light skin is like more accepted. Yeah. I, but I feel like it's like subconsciously, like people don't really think about it. Like people like, oh, that's not a problem. Y'all always trying to pull like the color card. But people do it subconsciously. Like if, if somebody was to say, for instance, like it's a lighter skinned girl with my same talent. Like people gon' they gonna click on that more, but it's because they looking at it like, oh my god, like a light skinned girl not supposed to have talent. Or like just just like a white girl, if you see her like rapping real hard, people gonna get behind that and they gonna be like more like crunk for it as opposed to a dark skinned girl because they feel like that's expected. Like, oh she supposed to know how to rap. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a subconscious thing. Like you ain't really thinking about it like that, but that's how it is. Do you does that ask has that ever hit home for you like a like has somebody like been prejudiced about you because of the color of your skin in the industry? Um, I mean, not that I know of, cause I I'm not the type of person that really like zoom in on it because like I just I, I ain't never been that type of person. Like when I was younger, even when people used to like say stuff about me, I really didn't understand why, cause I'm like real conceited. So I just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to look in the mirror and couldn't understand like what they was talking about. Like, <laughs> like what? I don't. I just, I just don't see it. <laughs> I love it. You yes. <laughs> wasn't mad. Like, what are you talking about? I'm a whole baddie. Like, I just don't understand. Right. So I don't really like. I don't try to pay attention to it, but I know that it is. Like, I'm not gonna act like it's not a real thing. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take it a step further. Do you feel like? And this is a, a question that we all should think for food for thought because me personally, I feel like. I must keep it real. I feel like black men need to do a better job of standing up for black women in the right. entertainment industry. Right. I feel like women, black women, especially our brown skinned girls and our chocolate girls, would get a whole lot more credit if these rappers, these black rappers, right. did more to like let people know like black women are beautiful. Right. It don't matter if they chocolate, right. light, white, but like black men set the tone. Yeah, like let's be honest. Y'all, yeah. they always talk about foreigns. Yeah. Now that the videos, when they book video models, they want to get foreign girls. Yeah. If black men would be like, yuck, black women are beautiful. I want all chocolates in my video. That could come But it's like... crazy because it's like, I be feeling like when they be having like video vixens and girls, like they be like just like half naked and they be doing all this stuff. I be kind of happy that it don't be like dark skinned girls. Like, because I feel like we're not better than that. Yes! I love you. Oh my gosh. Make some noise for her again. Yes, 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 yes. Your song, that was dope. Your song, Doing Too Much. I have a lyric alert, because this was dope. Yeah. They think I'm chilling and losing my focus, but I just been quiet and running it up. Yeah. Do you feel like people been sleeping on you as a female artist? Yeah, Um. I feel like, yeah, for sure. But it's crazy, because I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like I'm not the type of person that's going to be like, 
know, like, it's like they not really sleep. It's just because people, they know who I am and they see me. It's just about somebody else telling them to see me. Like, when most artists, like, they, that's why people be having to get signed. Because, like, once you get signed and, like, people hear you all over the radio or they see all these people messing with you, that's going to make them want to mess with you. You feel what I'm saying? So it's all about, like, it's not even about that they don't see me or they don't know I'm hard. They just waiting for other people to jump on so they can jump on. You feel what I'm saying? wagon. Exactly. When they come around, you see you gonna be like, fuck you, you had your chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wanna talk about the biggest elephant in the room. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. First of all, a dope song. Thank you. I need you to walk all of us through what was going through your beautiful mind when you went to the studio and put that song together. <laughs> Um, it's crazy because I actually, I wrote it last year in April and I wrote it when I was sitting in the car and I was just bored and I put up a beat and I was like, I ain't know what to write about because I had already just been like talking so much, jumping on my records and I was trying to see like what I was going to talk about and I was just like, they just popped up in my head and I was like, it's a good subject because people always boss playing in Atlanta and I just wrote it but when I wrote it like I had been wanting to drop it but my friend was like don't drop this song with you like <laughs> so I was sitting on it but I knew I was gonna end up dropping it because that's just me like I don't really care but I waited until like everything made sense and then I got managing and I sent them the song and they was like whoa like you trying to drop that and I'm like yeah like so we ended up dropping it this year did you so you sat on this song for a whole year yeah I know you was probably like, man, I'm ready to drop this shit now. <laughs> but when I first wrote it, that's how I felt. But then, like, after a while, like, I stopped thinking about it until, like, the end of the year. Then that's when I went to the studio and laid it down. Mm -hmm. so. so, as an Atlanta native, mm -hmm. um, I'm just, you know, trying to spill it out a little yeah. bit. Why is that so important for you, like, for people to stop false claiming Atlanta? Um, I feel like it's so important because it's like, when you really from Atlanta for real, like, zone one through six, we actually had to go through a lot, you feel what I'm saying? Like, a lot of us didn't really have a lot. Like, we actually had to run these streets. Like, we went through a lot of stuff. So it's like, if somebody that's coming from a better housing system or a better area, they grow up in life and start saying, yeah, I'm from over here, it's disrespectful because it's like, you ain't have to go through what we went through, you feel what I'm saying? Like, we had to go through a lot over here. So it's like, claim where you from and what you had to go through and don't be over here claiming this because it's a whole different ball game. Yes, yeah. that part. Did you anticipate the public backlash? Or like, did you did you think it was going to go as big as it went? Like, we got all everybody talking about it. Yeah, I knew I knew they was going. I knew it was going to be like 50 50 but like I didn't know it was. I ain't, I had no idea it was going to be that big. Like everyone's like, she did it for cloud, and I'm like, no, I'm serious about these. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which which celebrity response like shocked you the most? Like, which celebrity responding about the song? You was like. Oh my God, I cannot believe they said something. Um, I don't think it was a celebrity. I think the thing that was the most crazy when they put it on the news, like, I was like, yeah, it was like, um, I didn't expect that at all, yeah. I was like, yeah. And then the news reporter was talking, like. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yes, that part. But for me, it was like when people was talking about the video. First of all, the video was dope. Thank you. And I'm from North Philly, and I think you went <laughs> all the way in. Thank you. Yeah, like I'm, I'm feeling the video. But for me, it was like people were saying like, oh, she shot the video, and it yeah. wasn't even shot in Atlanta. Yeah. Like, but a lot of people, I feel like they was just needed something to peek at because I shot it there because that's the new Brave Stadium. Because the new, the old Brave Stadium used to be by Sunny Hill, but they moved it to Ottawa Cobb. So. 
I had to go to call, but I ain't really care. I knew they was gonna make a big deal about it being in call, but I'm like, it don't matter because I'm I'm really gonna see it for real, so it don't right. matter why I shot the video at like. That's part. <laughs> have you have you started listening to any of the remixes that people did? Like, did you hear? Shout out to Akbar. Yeah. Have you heard Akbar's version? Why are you posted on yeah, your I'll page? Post Who's been your favorite version so far? Um. I don't know. I really ain't been trying to listen because it's it been more bitches than like releases. <laughs> you ain't need to start none of them. You don't got to start nobody. Yeah, so I'm like, whenever I hear the beat, I'm like, yeah, I ain't trying to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Big Lotto on yeah. the remix. Shout out to Big Lotto. We had her on the show last year. Okay. Love her to death. But she, did you know, like, okay, I need Lotto to get on the remix. Like, how did the remix come about? Um, I had, I was up one night, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and this man, he had commented on the, this one of these posts, and he was like, you should get somebody from the surrounding areas to be on a remix. He was like, don't get nobody from the real and He was like, get somebody else that can speak about their side. So she the first person to pop in my head. So I just hit her up, and I was like, you want to get on these remix? And she was like, send me the open verse. So like, Oh, she cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear up on Instagram? Mm -hmm. That's the was, was that your first time talking or had y'all already? No, nah, we, we did music together before, like in twenty eighteen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Could you have seen anybody else on the remix besides Lotto? Yeah, I actually seen a lot of people on there. Like it was a lot of people that got on there. Okay. Yeah. So what did it feel like when your song cleared a million views in under three <laughs> weeks? Real views. Yeah. She ain't buying out a single view. <laughs> we saw them views yeah. coming in. That was that was real. I'm just saying. <laughs> How did that feel? Like, girl, first of all, did you two cut the check yet? No. <laughs> Send her her money. How did it feel like a million views? Um, it was fine. It was fine to me. And it was real fine because my none of my YouTube stuff ain't hit a million in a minute. You feel what I'm saying? So for it to hit a million in a week, I'm like, dang, like, that was weak. And I see you did your performance at the Rafe in yeah. college. I saw that post you put on your girl. I've been looking at your Instagram. I seen the perform. First of all, you did amazing at the Rafe. Yeah, you killed the performance. I heard every single bar yeah. through my phone screen. Yeah. So I was like, she did what she was supposed to do. <laughs> when you got there, I saw you. You said that they were like kind of hating a little bit. Yeah, it was like it was weird. Like when I got there, they was like, we don't got no section. Like we walking through the crowd and literally everybody felt like it was mugging. So I already like I go off of other people's energy. You feel what I'm I'm saying so the man who was helping me, he was like, I don't like how they treat you in here. So he had made some other folks get up and he like knocked all the um bottles off the table and stuff. And I had to perform on the table and stuff. So when I got up there, they was just licking. So yeah. But they still paid you though. Exactly. <laughs> so what are you following up with? This song is amazing. Like mm -hmm. I always gave you your flowers. I talked to your manager and told you I've been reaching out to you for two years. Like <laughs> yeah, girl, if you. I, if you check your Instagram, yeah, I was DMing you for a while now. So how are you following up this momentum with this song? Like, um, I got new singles that I'm about to drop. Like, it was this other single that I had ready, but uh, now um, cause they put a lot of pressure on me. Like, yo, just next shit better pop. It's not like the song not hard, but I'm trying to. I want something that is gonna get radio play. So I'm creating something now that I know they gonna play in the clubs, the radio, like whatever, like TikTok. YouTube, like it's gonna go everywhere. Okay. Yeah. And I wanted to touch on before you were I'm already great, you called yourself Justin Sky on your YouTube channel. Oh <laughs> what? Did I not say that I do my research? <laughs> I wanna find out the information. No, no. <laughs> 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 we're gonna she like it. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't even drink. <laughs> I had tired of the video just these guys because I was like a super fan of hers like a long time ago. Like I used to be real crazy about her. In the video, I was trying to act just like her. So <laughs> is that what it was? I was like, why? I'm confused. <laughs> so I decided to just these guys. Okay, I was like, fill us, fill us her next. So will we begin an album soon? You gotta, you trying to, you gotta give us another single. Um, I I think a single gonna be first, and I kind of want to put out like a mixtape, like cause the album is like gonna have to be something that's like real. I'm gonna have to take my time, and it's like right now I can't really take my time cause they like what's next? You feel what I'm saying? So the album probably be like towards the end of the year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to say, don't let them rush you. Yeah. You're doing amazing. You see all these people that came to see you and hear your testimony. Yeah, thank y'all. Like, how, how are you taking it all in, like, the past just two months alone? It been crazy. I ain't even going to lie. Like, I literally just had to sit in the house for a couple of days and, like, get myself together because it was, like, like, I'm really, like, an introvert. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm real antisocial. So it's, like, being out and just being around so many people is, like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? So I really had to just take some time to myself and just like chill and relax before I like jump back out here again. Cause like I go into my shield and I, I can't do that. So mm -hmm. do you have like a certain activity that you like to do when you want to like wind down? Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna start with a Q and A, and then we're gonna roll out hot seat questions. I'm gonna start on the left side. Okay. Does anyone have questions for Amaretta the Great on the left side? Hands up. Can we get a mic in the audience? Or if you can, we can hear you. Who got it? Who got a question? Okay. What's your name? Tina. Oh, hi, Miss Tina. Hey. hey. What you got? Um, I'm it's kind of a statement because now she got me questioning where I'm from. I'm from Atlanta. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I live in. Uh, I'm from Fairburn. I'm from Fairburn, Georgia, but now I'm, I'm trying to realize where I'm from. <laughs> I didn't go to school, but I, I I love what you're doing. I love your Thank marketing. You. I'm market. I'm a marketing guru, so just watching your marketing skills is amazing. Thank you. You have so many people talking about it. So Thank you. Period. <laughs> Any other questions on the left side? Uh, okay, I'm gonna start here first. Is what's your name? Pretty neat. Hi, pretty neat. <laughs> Welcome. What's your question? Okay, so I'm an artist myself. So I wanted to ask: Is it any like suggestions you would give to an artist who's like coming up as well? Because it's like, like you said, it's Because like me, I rap. I like you. Thank you. Because I rap hard too. So. <laughs> And it's like, it's, it is kind of hard because I don't want the shows and stuff. Right. It'd be nice and intimidating. So it's like, what would you mean? Um, my advice would be just to like continue to put out your content, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if it's good, can't, like, it don't matter what nobody say, like, people gonna gravitate towards that. You feel what I'm saying? It's just like being consistent is like the number one thing. Like, you have to continue to put yourself out there because. Somebody gonna like it and somebody gonna, you know what I'm saying, get behind it and you that's how you build a fan base. And once you build that fan base up, like, can't nobody deny you after that, or can't nobody tell you what you can't do, cause like you already got people following behind what you got going on. You feel what I'm saying? So my advice would just be to just continue to be consistent and continue to be original in yourself and not like copy off of what nobody else doing. Well said. Um, Black Tradesman, I see you. Hello. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, so on your come up, 
did you do your own marketing or did you hire a marketing guru or whatever to handle all your social media marketing? Um, I did all my own marketing. Like, I literally just got a team, like, a couple months ago. So everything that everybody's seen, like, from 2015 to, like, now, it's just been me just, like, because I've been on the internet for since I was, like, 12 years old, so I know everything about the internet and how it works and what people gravitate towards, and, you know what I'm saying, I pay attention. So I just soaked up all that information and just applied it. Okay, we're gonna take two questions real quick on the right side. Anybody want a question? Okay, Kaylin, hi. <laughs> so I do, um, I pretty much do what you do um, with the doing the independent and stuff. So with like, not you got a team and stuff. Which one would you say that you like better? Because I'm at a point where I feel like that's what I need to do. But I like the independent and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you want to get to that next level, you'll have to get a team just because, like, it takes extra stress off of you and it, it, it lets you focus on just being an artist and just delivering what you need. And then plus, while you're worried about one thing, you got everybody on your team, they working for you, like, overtime. Like, while you sleep, you got people out there making connections for you and handling it. So it's like it's all coming together for you. So most definitely, like, a team is, is way better. All right, and one more question on the right side. Anybody? Okay, I see Tobias. Okay, so like, with success of song, right? Mm -hmm. Do you um, have you really prepared yourself for success that you think that you go have with this song, or do you really know the magnitude of the song that you're gonna take? Have you thought about that? Um, it's crazy because I have prepared myself for what I thought was going to be the success of the song, but it actually became, like, way more successful, so I feel like I've been, like, running around, like, trying to get everything together because I didn't know that it was going to, you know what I'm saying, be how it was. Like, I thought it was just something to, like, continue to fall buzz, and then I keep dropping, but it's like, I had so much stuff, so many different other songs prepared to drop after this, but we can't even drop them now because this is just... Yeah, you know what I'm going saying? crazy. Exactly, so, yeah. That thing's still baking. <laughs> they talking about it up north, girl. You could let that thing yeah. rock for another month. <laughs> We're going to go into high seat question on Lava Carisha. You ready? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Top Atlanta wing spot. Uh, I'm not going to say American Day because they wings be pink. <laughs> <laughs> I hate American Deli. I'm sorry. No, I don't even really like wings no more. I don't hate no more. Okay. What's your favorite hood movie? Um, it used to be Blue Hill Avenue. Who was the last person that tried you? <laughs> Probably somebody at the race. Yeah, like, I don't even want to speak on it. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, for sure. Give us a song you like that we would never expect you to listen to. Um... Probably something by Miley Cyrus. I love her. I love her too. Yeah. Smash or pass, Quavo. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Not disrespectful to him, but I'm talking to him. Yeah. Pass. What is your secret fetish? Um, I don't know. I love clothes a lot. Like I'm a shopaholic for Okay. No sex for five years to get a million dollars. Can you do it? Yeah. I, been that. <laughs> <laughs> She said she get in the back. Okay. On a drunk night, can you do Chinese food or pizza? Chinese food. Waffle House or IHOP? Waffle House. What's the first thing you notice on a guy? His shoes. <laughs> <laughs> shoes and teeth. Do you watch porn? <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> should, should a woman, this is a good one. Should a woman ever propose to a man? No. Would you have, <laughs> would you have walked to Brooklyn with the band to get Diddy some cheesecake? No. No. Okay. And lastly, have you ever kissed a girl? No. Oh. Plug in your social media links. Where can they follow you at? Y'all can follow me at Amaretta on Instagram, O M E R E T T A, and Amaretta Paul L on Twitter, and Amaretta the Great on YouTube. The beautiful Amaretta the Gate giving us an exclusive interview on Lava Creature. Follow me everywhere. Carisha Diva, everyone at home, stay fabulous, stay blessed, peace. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah. What's poppin' everybody? It's your girl, I'm ready to be great, and we just wrapped up another episode with Live with Carisha. Yeah.